Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. Welcome back to the Activate podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a ministry of Journey Church International in Lee Summit, Missouri. My name is Brandon, and today we will be having a conversation about our current message series, Death by Distraction. This is our first message series in 2018. I can't believe we're already here. Uh, Just a reminder, this podcast is designed for you to listen on your own schedule, and it's really designed to challenge you to activate your faith in all areas of your life, at home, at work, at school, in your kids' sports programs, in all areas. Now, Pastor Christian, this is, again, our first podcast after taking a little bit of a break for the 2017 holiday season. I would be remiss without giving you an opportunity to speak about all all the things that got it accomplished in 2017 through JCI. What what were some of the highlights that stick out in your mind? Well, Brandon, it was just an unbelievable year. You know, our, our mission from the very first service that we ever had has been to see people far from God become passionate Christians who make a difference in the world. And we saw that happen, I mean, all year long. I, I don't know that I can pick one event that was better than another. I just know from January 1 to December 31, all year long, we saw people make uh, make and, de- and profess spiritual decisions, people coming to God, people coming back to God. Uh, we saw over 100 people baptized who shared their story uh, of why they had decided to live for Jesus and why they wanted people to know that. Uh, we decided to adopt a village in Guatemala for a total village transformation. Uh, I think on the year we invested nearly $300,000 uh, towards mission causes. We did a serve week uh, that we called Love Week uh, in our local community where we had more than 700 volunteers serve almost 5,000 community service hours in one week. I mean, I, and I could go on and on and on. God was just so, so uh, good to us in allowing us to accomplish our mission while continuing to allow the community at our church, which is now six years old, to just grow deeper uh, and to grow sweeter as people get to know one another uh, and go from being, you know, attenders of the same church to attenders of the same small group to friends to spiritual family. Uh, I really believe that's happening at our church, uh, and it's exciting to be a part of. 2017 was incredible, and, and it's hard to believe that 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 we're just six years old. All this stuff took place in just a six-year-old church. So um, it's amazing, and we're excited for 2018. But uh, Pastor Christian, you launched 2017 by encouraging us to come up with one word that we would hope to define us or or that we would hope to achieve for the year. Uh, many people accepted your challenge. Uh, I'm just curious, what was your word again? Can you remind us what it was, and, and how did you do in accomplishing that word? And did you do a word for 2017? Yeah, so or for 2018. So for 2016 my word was amazement. And and that was a word looking back. You know, at the beginning of 2017 I said look back at 2016 and give a word just to describe the state of your spirit. And 2016 for me was amazement. It was a year we moved into our first building and we just saw God move in ways that we had never seen him move before in the history of journey and I think God allowed me to go from being a glass half empty to a glass half full. Christian, because he just continued to provide. So my word for 2017 was anticipation. I thought, you know, I don't want to live doubting God to the point where I'm amazed every time he comes through. I want to begin to anticipate that he's going to come through because I think that'll change my emotional makeup, how I how I treat my wife, how I treat my kids, how uh, I treat our ministry team, uh, just how I go about my daily life. So I tried to live in anticipation. And I can't tell you the amount of times 
where I had to stop and reflect um, and just say, you know what, I'm just going to anticipate that God's going to show up. I'm just going to anticipate that this goes well. Uh, and beginning to live in hope and faith allowed me to begin to live in joy. So anticipation was my 2017 word. Uh, I really do think it impacted the way I live my life. In 2018, my word is roots. Uh, I, you know, I told our ministry team just this morning, um, you know, 2017 was a year of just trying to still catch our breath. In the last two years, our church has grown by 110%. In the last two years, our, our church ministry team has doubled. Uh, in the last two years, we've gone from two services on Sunday to four services on Sunday. We just wrapped up doing seven services on Christmas Eve. There was so much of 2017 that was a year to catch our breath. I really, in the fall, began to feel like we finally settled into a rhythm and routine and it was a good place. And I thought, you know, I want to set down roots right here. You know, once I finally caught my breath, I thought, this is a place I want to live. I want to live in a movement of God with the people of our church that God has put around me. So I want to be a, I want to be a tree that, that has roots planted by the streams of God that bears its fruit in season and out of season. So for me, 2018 is going to be about establishing roots, establishing discipline in my life to walk closely with God, establishing discipline in my life to try to get physically healthy and stay physically healthy, establishing some discipline and some roots for my marriage and my parenting and just the way I lead our ministry team and lead our church. I, I really hope this year is a year about getting settled and strong where I currently am. With all that God has accomplished through JCI last year, would you mind for a moment sharing why you believe it is so important that we launch 2018 with the practice and emphasis on getting rid of distractions in our life. What, what are the dangers of being distracted spiritually? Well, let me change the question, right? And we'll, we'll dig deep into the very first message, deeper into the first message of the series, because we're three messages in now to this series, Death by Distraction. Um, you know, a lot of people would look at our world in 2017 as we roll into 2018 and say, where's God? Right. Like, where's God? I mean, there's there's a lot of things in a state of upheaval. There there are things that that can be chaotic. And I, I think we often look and we say, man, where is God in all this? So we met the first week of our series, uh, two sisters, Mary and Martha. They had a brother named Lazarus, who's the more famous of the three, because uh, Jesus raised him from the dead in John chapter 11. But in John chapter 11, if we flip the story on Martha, because we studied Martha the first week of the series, but in John chapter 11, we're, if we're looking at the life of Lazarus, Lazarus was sick. Jesus got a note that he was sick, um, but he waited four days before going. And by the time he got there, Lazarus had died. When he showed up, Martha's first question was, where were you? Like, why, why weren't you here? Where, where were you? Um, she was basically telling Jesus, you know, you, you didn't show up. What's crazy is in Luke chapter 10, the first uh, message of this series, Jesus was asking Martha that question. Where were you? Right? He He's living life with her family. He's living life with her spiritual family. And she's too busy for him. And Jesus stops her in the midst of her day and says, where were you? Where are you? Why aren't you engaged in what we're doing? And I feel like a lot of times we say what Martha says, you know, like, where where is God? And I hear Jesus saying what he said to Martha, where, well, where are you? Um, you are so busy in your life. You don't have time for me until sometimes it's almost too late. Uh, so I think we say, where is God? And you ask me, why is it important to not let distraction stand in the way of God? Because I think Jesus gets to the end of many days 
And he's like, man, where were you? Like the illustration I shared in the very first message of this series, uh, you know, when when I went to P.F. Chang's with my family and checked in for a 30 minute wait and an hour and 10 minutes later, went back up to the hostess stand and said, how much longer? And she looked at me and said, we forgot that you were here. I think a lot of times we invite Jesus into our life. And after days or weeks or months or years, he knocks on the door of our heart again and says, hey, where are you? And we say, oh, my goodness, I forgot that you were here. Um, and it's distractions that cause that so often. So let's talk about that uh, first week just real quick, because there's a statement you made that still uh, I'm still reflecting upon. You say God rarely reveals himself to people who are always rushed. Why does it always seem like we're rushed today? Why do we find it so difficult to just slow down? I think everyone would have to answer that question on their own. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I can't answer that question for everyone across the board. I do know this. Jesus led and he taught in a different culture, and I think probably a healthier culture. When you really study the life of Jesus and his disciples, they rarely learned anything through listening they often learn things through living, through daily life with Jesus. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't learn hardly any of the messages um, that he te that he taught through his sermons because they just weren't able to get it. They would have to get together like our small groups do, like we're doing in this podcast after the message and say, what exactly did you mean by that? And I, I thought you meant this. Did you mean this or, or something different? And they realized they had to commit not an hour to listening to a sermon, but they had to commit a lifetime to just really studying and following Jesus to know who he was. Um, and, and I think we, we have a lot of good things in our life that we allow to take priority over God things in our life. I mean, that, that's just the reality of it. And, and when you chase good in spite of God, you miss God. I mean, that's, that's, just the, that's just the reality of it. And I, I think that's what so many of us do. I don't think we hate God. I don't think we hate church. I don't think we dislike spending time with church. We just kind of run out of time because we're chasing a lot of other good things, not bad things, good things, but they're not God things. So uh, the message series, again, is death by distractions. As a, as a combatant to distractions in our life, Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 11, he says, Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work, work with your hands. Would you take a moment and explain what Paul was telling the Thessalonians and how we can apply that to us today? Yeah, so like I taught this week, when Paul says, make your, your ambition to lead a quiet life, that word quiet is stillness. Make it your ambition to have stillness in your life. Now, God did this for us. I mean, he arranged for it in the way that he created the universe, where every, every day we had a nighttime so that we could depart daily. God did this in the schedule of the week. God created, Scripture says, the earth in six days. He rested on the seventh as a pattern for us that we might be able to get away and rest. God did this for the Jewish people by uh, putting feast um, within the course of the year so they would take a week off and celebrate his goodness with their family so they would learn to be still and not work all the time. Um, and then through abandoning annually these Passover feasts that many families would travel for weeks, if not a month or more, um, to go to. So, so God built a world that the people he followed him in, he, he built, a, built a world where they could be still. But often they didn't. It's why the psalmist reminded us in Psalm 4610, listen, when everything seems chaotic, be still. Like, be still and know that I am God. Slow down. So Paul says, make it your ambition. Like, let one of the goals of your life be to be still, to, to live quiet lives, to just 
slow down. So that's what we're trying to get people to do through this series, through the bands that we have on our wrists that say no distractions. We're trying to get people to every day have a time in their life without distractions, to every week have a day in their week without distractions, to every quarter have a weekend where they pull away, to every year have a year with as a family, they go away and celebrate family and God together. We're trying to get back to the world that God created for us to not just live in, but to enjoy. We're trying to get back to a schedule where we don't just survive, but we thrive. So in this series, we've learned that a, uh, a distracted life accomplishes the same as an encounter with the devil. We've learned a distracted life accomplishes the same as shallow commitments in our lives. And a distracted life will not produce um, any spiritual fruit. Uh, what, what distractions have you identified in your life, Pastor Christian, and, and Perhaps what steps are you taking to get rid of them or avoid them? Yeah, well, I would say this before I dig into that. The message you preached on on this subject uh, was really powerful because when you really self-analyze the parable of the sower and what God's doing in your life, there are very few people that just say, I'm hard hearted. It hasn't taken, you know, the, the devil stole what God's trying to do in my life because I have a hard heart. There are very few people who will just come out and say that. And probably there are very few people who are that. There are very few people who would just say, I'm shallow. I, I make commitments I don't intend to keep. I'm just shallow. It's just who I am. If you admitted that, you wouldn't have a whole lot of friends. So that's not a self-admission that we make a lot. I'm, I'm just shallow. But a lot of us have the exact same amount of fruit as hard-hearted, shallow people. Why? Because of the distractions of life. So what you taught on about the soil, you know, what makes a heart hard? Well, you know, we know sin does, we know shallowness does, but this thought of just being busy does the exact same thing. And I have to continually guard against that in my own life. Say what distracts me um, in my life from walking with God? What doesn't distract me? in my life from walking with God? That that would be a better question to answer. That would be a shorter list, to be honest with you. Uh, when I'm tired, that distracts me from spending time with God. When I work too much, that distracts me from spending time with God. When I see a really good show on Netflix that I want to watch too much, that distracts me from spending time with God. When I want to hang out with my kids and coach their teams or watch their sports, that distracts me from spending time with God. Uh, when I need to work out, that distracts me from spending time with God. The reality is if I don't put God first, he doesn't come in last. He just doesn't come at all. Like there's just no time. So really the whole thought of this death by distraction is let's, let's put God first. Let's prioritize him because everything I mentioned probably besides the Netflix series is important, right? <laughs> I mean, sleep is important. Working out is important. Spending time with my wife and kids is important. My work is important. None of these are bad things. All of these are good things, but they're not God things. So I've learned really everything in life distracts me, honestly, from spending time with God. So if I don't get up early in the morning before the day starts or stay up late at night after everything quiets down, if I don't prioritize God in my life, he doesn't jump in. Remember, Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, I stand at the door and I knock. I wish Jesus would burst down the door. I wish Jesus had one of those big metal things that the SWAT team carried. And Jesus would say, if you go three days without me, I am going to bang down the door of your house. I need him that much. 
but he doesn't. He, he stands and he knocks. And everything in life, even the good things, can become a distraction. Listen, Martha was busy serving Jesus and the disciples. That's a good thing, right? And her family. But she missed Jesus. She missed her spiritual family. She missed family. The seed that dropped into a soft heart at first got choked out by the busyness of life. And here we see the people of Thessalonica who Paul says, man, make it your ambition. Let one of the goals of your life be to have some stillness in your life where you prioritize God. That's what we're trying to do. God, spiritual family, your family, we're trying to eliminate distractions so we can prioritize those all important things in our life. That was really good. And you might have stepped on a few toes with your Netflix comment, but we'll let that one slide. Um, Listen, 2018 is shaping up to be another incredible year. And thanks for starting us off in the in the right direction, Pastor Christian. And once again, thank you for listening today. As always, we hope that our conversation has encouraged you or challenged you to build a faith that is active and free from distractions. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or take time to rate us on iTunes. That really helps us get the word out about this incredible resource. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Activate Podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Also, if you have enjoyed this podcast, help us get the word out and show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. Please share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.